Hey Calvary family, it's Liana here and I am so excited that together we get to dive into one of my favorite chapters in the Bible, which is John 17. What I love about this chapter is that this is when Jesus prays to his Father and we really get to see the heart of Jesus for his people because not only is he praying for his closest friends, the disciples, but he is also praying for all of the believers to come. And what we'll find in this chapter is that no one is really encountering Jesus in this moment as it is just him intimately praying to his father. But what I believe is that the Lord knew that it wouldn't be until later that we would actually encounter the actions behind Jesus's prayer in this moment. So to start off, let's go ahead and dive into the background of John. And so we're going to be looking into John chapter 13 all the way until 16. And so what we find in these chapters is that the Lord was, or that Jesus was with the disciples for the last supper. And this was not only recorded in John, but this was also recorded in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And some of the things that we find that happen during the last supper is that Jesus wash the disciples' feet. Jesus also performed communion with the disciples, so the breaking of the bread and the drinking of the wine. And what we find in John is that Jesus is talking and encouraging his disciples of what is to come after he goes back to heaven to be with his Father. And so what we also see is that in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the prayer that is recorded when Jesus prays at the Garden of Gethsemane is different than Jesus's prayer in John chapter 17. And what researchers and scholars have found was that in John chapter 17, Jesus's prayer actually happened where the location of the Last Supper was. And the location name of where the Last Supper was was called the cynical. And that word in Latin means I dine. And something else about the name of this location is that it was also considered the upper room. And research shows us that they believe that where the Last Supper was held in that upper room was the same upper room that took place at Pentecost. And so how cool that we get to see how Jesus talked with his disciples about how the Holy Spirit would come and that we see that the the disciples go in that very same room for this word in the words of Jesus to be fulfilled in that very moment in Acts. And so now that we know a little bit of the background of John, let's go ahead and dive into the scripture that we're going to be focusing on today. So we're going to be looking at John chapter 17 verses 15 through 19. And these verses say, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them, I sanctify myself 
that they too may be truly sanctified. So I'm going to go ahead and break up these verses, and I'm going to start with verses 15 through 16. And again, it says, My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. And what's so interesting is that Jesus is not praying to take us out of the battle, nor is he just abandoning us to the world. But what we find is that Jesus is praying that we would be protected from the evil one and that we would be strengthened by the understanding that just as Jesus was sent into the world, that we also may be sent into the world, but that as we are sent into the world, that we are not of the world as Jesus was not of the world. An example that I saw of this that I thought was so cool says that as a ship is to be in the ocean, it does not allow the ocean to be in the ship. And so in the same way, just as we are called to be in the world, we are not called to be of the world. All right, so the next verses that we're going to be diving into is verses 17 through 19. And these verses say, Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them I sanctify myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. The word that sticks out to me the most that is repeated several times in these verses is sanctify. And sanctify means to be set apart for God's special use and purpose. And as followers of Jesus, it is so important that we understand that we are set apart for a special purpose to proclaim the good news and fight for the truth and the word of God in a world that is going to fight against the truth and that is going to tell us something different. And one of my favorite parts about these verses is the last part, which says, for them, I sanctify myself that they too may be truly sanctified. And what I love about this last part is that we get to see a true picture of Jesus's heart for his people, that his journey from the womb to the tomb was for you and I, and that because Jesus was set apart, that we too are now set apart, and that Jesus bore our sins and died on the cross so that we may live in freedom and die to our sins. And what is so important about understanding this is that if it were not for Jesus coming to be sanctified himself first, then we would not be truly sanctified. So, Calvary family, the reason that this chapter is one of my favorites is because when I was first growing in my relationship with Christ, it was these very verses that I would actually read and pray over myself. And so my challenge for you today is that you can read and pray these same verses over yourself. And it can look a little bit like this. Father, Thank you for protecting me from the evil one. 
Thank you, God, that I am not of the world as your son was not of the world. Sanctify me by your truth, for your word is truth. As you sent your son into the world, send me into the world. Thank you that you sent your son to be sanctified so that I may truly be sanctified. Calvary family, you are called for a special purpose, and you are set apart to be witnesses of everything that the Lord has done in your life. And so my challenge to you is that you boldly and confidently walk in your calling. 